Hello there. Rancho Obi-Wan, the Guinness World Records certified largest Star Wars memorabilia collection. Located in Petaluma, California, featuring the collection of super collector, author, and Star Wars fan ambassador Steve Sansweet. The most powerful Jedi ever. Visit RanchoObiWan.org and subscribe to the Rancho Obi-Wan Virtual Museum. A fun, authentic fan experience. Featuring rare photos, videos, Steve Sansweet Q&As, virtual tours of the museum, exclusive behind-the- seen stories and information and so much more plus your subscription helps ensure the future of the museum it's the rancho obi-wan virtual museum subscribe now at RanchoObiWan.org. get tons of cool perks information and history of star wars collecting from the man who knows it best steve sansui while contributing to the preservation of the world's largest star wars memorabilia collection RanchoObiWan.org. <laughs> All right, folks. Um, hold on a second. <laughs> I love when he goes into his radio voice. Ah, the radio it's a, voice. It's, a, it's like a switch. It is. It's great. It's, it's like, hey, Shanti, what's going on? This is yeah. Ro from the Scare of Scare hey. podcast. Uh, <laughs> That's good Coming stuff. at you. I should do one in Spanish. No, I don't know what you're saying. Shanti's only Spanish is binga and some other swear words. Ah, yes. See. But it's it's funny as as a as a Latino myself, I think when we first go out into the world, that's what we're supposed to teach our non-Hispanic friends is all the swear words. <laughs> How else am I supposed to yell at people while driving in Miami? Exactly. You got to learn the the basics. Mm-hmm. Besides, where's the library? Well, when I, when I worked with Charlie's, my entire kitchen staff spoke Spanish, and they would call out orders in Spanish, so I had to learn. And berguesas, and papas fritas. There you go. And, and now I'm hungry in both languages. Sweet. This podcast is a member of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts and content creators, visit bio.link slash red5. Thank you guys for joining the Scare Scuttlebutt podcast. Uh, we got another episode of Five Questions. We had such a good time last time with our new friends, and um, we are going to do it again. Five questions. Shanti, how's it going? It's great. I'm in a great mood. It's finally below 80 in Miami. It's 61 right now, and I'm so happy. <laughs> we have a uh, another special guest, uh, one of our friends from the Twitterverse, Mr. Toby Price. Uh, Toby, how's it going? Fantastic. It is 55 degrees here, and it feels amazing outside. We are so excited. Very nice, very nice. Um, before we start, I wanted to ask you guys, uh, just not you know, just to kind of get warmed up. Um, what uh, what TV shows is that is everybody uh, enjoying lately? Hmm, that's a good question. House of the Dragon. Ah, there you go. I, I'm 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 experiencing some TV angst because we just finished She Hulk, and I'm just like, <sighs> what do I like? <laughs> <laughs> what do I watch now? The Righteous Gemstones is good. It's not good for kids, but The Righteous Gemstones, oh my goodness. I'm, I'm just enthralled by that show. Wow. If you haven't watched it, I cannot recommend it enough. Wait till the kids go to bed and watch it because it's just like, what? It's so good. So worth it. What streaming service is that on? 
uh, HBO Max. Oh, okay. HBO Max. Nice. I just I just found it. I don't know what I was doing when it first aired because it's three seasons, and I, last night I just finished the third season on Apple TV for All Mankind. I have not watched all of that yet. It's uh, really good. Um, I didn't know what to expect. Um, it uh, it's enthralling. It gets you. It catches you on the very first episode with a certain. Um, I guess a certain twist in historical fact when it comes to NASA and the space program, which mm-hmm. kind of sets the stage for the rest of the series uh, to kind of, uh, you know, be able to free up the, uh, the historical narrative. They don't have to really follow the way things actually went. That first episode gives you a, a, a kick in the nards uh, when it comes to the, the NASA space program, which allows them to kind of embellish the story and kind of go in a direction that you're not used to, which uh, I found that uh, pretty cool. And I'm, I'm loving it. I just finished uh, the third season and uh, I want more real fast, real soon. I don't yes. have nards. <laughs> and as soon as you say that, all I think of is Monster Squad. Wolfman doesn't have nards. Wolfman's got nards. You know, Apple TV. Apple TV don't get a lot of credit because, like, there's some shows on there that are just amazing. Like Bad Sisters. Have y'all seen Bad Sisters? No, I only watched Ted Lasso. That's the only oh, thing I watched on Apple TV. Ted Lasso is the best thing since sliced bread. But Bad Thank Sisters. You. I promise you, there is no greater villain on TV right now than JP. He's hmm. The worst. You'll watch. I heard it's like somebody's got to get JP, and it's just. I heard Severance is good too. Oh, Severance yeah. is supposed to be amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Severance is supposed to be amazing. Um, the Very show nice. with Maya Rudolph was really good too. We really, really enjoyed that one. Hmm. Oh, I forgot what it's called now, though. Yeah, there's a to lot of Apple uh, TV a chance. A lot of good mm-hmm. stuff on Apple TV. Mm-hmm. They really do. They got a lot of good stuff. There's another show that is in uh, hiatus right now, but it's called Invasion, and um, that's that's pretty. It, it kind of has that alien vibe, but um, it's it's grounded. It's a little bit more realistic. Um, it, it happens here on Earth, and it shows you uh, what we would do if there was an actual invasion. But there's all sorts of scenarios that are kind of um, scary, and uh, that's what kind of draws uh, drew me in on that one. Where's that one at? What's so what service is it on? Uh yeah, pretty sure it was Apple TV. Okay, I'll check it out. I'll yeah. check it out. Invasion. Invasion. Check it out. I wanted to uh, touch briefly for folks that don't know who you are, Toby, um, and uh, how we became internet friends. Um, we have a saying here at the Scare Podcast. Uh, whenever we sign off, we say that's the scuttlebutt. And um, I think um, your story, um, as you know, how we became friends, we were, uh, I was attracted to your story that also had something to do with butts. Can you um, <laughs> briefly uh, tell the folks um, what I'm talking about? Well, um, I, I was asked to read at work to some to some classes of kids, which you know I love to do. I'm a voracious reader. I love reading. I do the voices. We get into it. We get down. It's fun and silly. I read a silly book to some kids called "I Need a New Butt." <laughs> a pressing tale about a young man who falls, realizes there's a crack in his butt. Thinks he broke it. Oh, I'm going to have to get a new one. What kind should I get? 
After reading said book, I was unceremoniously fired for reading the book. What? And, Such um, BS. And yeah, exactly, exactly. And then, um, you know what? Here, here we are a few months later. Um, my first book came out, The Almost True Adventures of Titus the Monkey, cheap plug. Um, and my second book is on its way out very, very soon. And, um, you know, it, it's a, I, I'm leading a completely different life than I was a year ago, but I'm I, I have to say I'm I'm really happy. I, I'm not sure how I got to this place and why, but I'm really excited. God put us on this path. Um, you know, my my youngest kid looked at me the other day. And she said, "Dad, I, I like you better like this." I'm like, "Well, wow, hey, that's good to know. Good for you. That is awesome. That's good to know. One butt book is all it took. You know, to <laughs> that is absolutely fantastic. And you said that uh, it was a cheap plug. It's not very cheap because I'm going to send yeah. you the invoice after our show is recorded. <laughs> <laughs> I remember following the story, you know, when I first learned about it, uh, how, uh, what a ridiculous tale, but you know, uh, things happen for a reason. And, um, it seems like, uh, you know, that comment from your daughter, um, really says it, uh, says it all. I like you better now, dad. It was, it was, it was, um, it was a big turnaround and it's been an adjustment for all of us. You know, my wife, my wife has gone to work and I'm doing my best to become a stay at home uh, trophy husband in training. (laughs) And it's hard. It's hard. I know it sounds cliche to say it's hard, but folks, they don't get it. It's hard. Like, yeah. And, um, you know, we're, we're waiting for our next day in court as far as the case goes, um, you know, with the attorneys and whatnot, we're waiting for our next day in court to see, you know, what type of resolution can get made. And the biggest thing I've been working on honestly is, you know, I have to be okay regardless of what type of resolution comes. And, you know, my wife has really helped me with that. And everyone else has too, you know, everyone else has too. So, you know, we're, we're doing okay. We could always be better, but man, we could be a lot worse. So we're good right now. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Count your blessings, I always say, but uh, yes. good for you. And, you. Um, you know, whenever you need any uh, assistance or uh, cheap promos, yep. uh, you. you know where to come. I'm grateful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. So five questions. Like I mentioned, we had some fun with the, uh, some new internet friends. Um, we, uh, kind of formulated five questions. And the cool thing is that we don't ask, we don't send each other the questions for kind of like a warm up. Um, I like the fact that we're, um, asking these questions, um, you know, right off the top of our, not really off the top of our heads, but we're not, we don't have any clue as to what questions they are, um, which makes it a lot more fun to answer. And we've got five questions from each of us. We're all going to share um, our answers and talk about them. And uh, let's start now. Toby, let's go with you since you are our very honored guest. Your first question, you can address it to uh, either uh, myself or Shanti first, and then we'll go around the table like that. Sounds good. Um, all right. Well, I, I started off with stuff that I know and love, that stuff that makes me happy. So I would like to know, who is your favorite superhero? <laughs> That's superhero. We don't need to start a fight. But who's your favorite superhero? <laughs> Batman baby. Nice. Yeah I, yeah, I could have answered but which that Batman? One for her. Hmm. It doesn't matter until the day I die. <laughs> no, I'm all about Keaton. Uh, Keaton, yes. is, he's my first Batman, my yes. first exposure to Batman, and I will love him forever. And yes. I love Batman because he's very complex, and I, I love an enigma. Nice. Okay, go. Who else? 
All right. Well, all right. Well, who who else? I love I love Keaton. You know what effect I love about Keaton? He's the he's the only person who's played Batman who could walk into a room full of people or that graduation there. He gave the commencement speech. Oh, reminds everybody. Remind everybody. Well, it's simple. I'm Batman. And I love like, that video. You know what? He's right. He is. I, I just agree. Totally agree. Totally agree. Yes. Totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. my, and I've mentioned this before, my favorite superhero is Spider-Man. Um, as a young kid, I, I think I, I related to him in, in, in many ways. Um, he was a dork. I was a dork. He was a high school photographer. I was a high school photographer. He had superpowers and I wanted those superpowers. Um, I guess uh, this is a good chance. Uh, this is a good opportunity for me to tell my uh, Spider-Man story for uh, those of you who did not listen to the last um, five questions, but uh, Toby may not know this story. Um, I, I wanted Spider-Man powers so bad. And obviously from the comic books, I knew how he got them. I didn't know a mad scientist that had any sort of radiation experiment going on. So what I did is um, I captured a spider, put it in a jar. The only radiation that I had was a flashlight. So uh, overnight I put the flashlight over the jar and in the morning I woke up, I took the spider and I, and I made it bite me. Um, Oh my God. um, you know, hoping that I would uh, obtain the proportionate powers of a spider. Um, after I got bit, I had breakfast and I ran out to the streets and tried to run up uh, the side of a building. Um, I was uh, seven years old, mind you. So I, I started to run up the, the side of the building. Um, and to my chagrin, I, I realized that I did not have said powers. Um, but I think in years after that, I've always tried to to find a way to to obtain these powers, even uh, in even as late as high school, my friend and I tried to create real uh-huh. web slingers by combining chemicals to create a super strong polymer uh, to somehow you know squirt out of our wrists. So uh, that tells you how nerdy we are, we were, and I guess I still am. That's a cute that, story. That's amazing. Totally amazing. <laughs> And that was a lot of fun. That was especially running up the walls too. Running up yeah, the walls. parkour. There you go. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm actually I'm glad I didn't run into traffic and try to jump uh, over the cars because that would have ended <laughs> badly. I'm glad you chose a non-venomous spider because that could have gone really bad. Yeah, I guess. Jeez. But you know, how did I know it was non-venomous? I really didn't. I- I, oh my God, Ro! Somebody's somebody's watching me upstairs. <laughs> oh, your guardian angel—that's like we're telling oh, everybody. Else. Our guardian angel at our house is tired. He's very tired. Yeah. <laughs> He's tired. He just like come on, come on, every day. You know, every day. Every too day. funny, too funny. Shanti, <laughs> off the cuff, what yeah. uh, what do you got? Well, I thought it was appropriate considering that it's Toby, Thank you. and how we know him. I want to know that if you could have anybody else's butt, who would you have? <laughs> oh, that's a great question. Uh, nice. Mm-hmm. I, I, I just easy. made fun of her recently and almost got into a Twitter war with these people, but I would take JLo's uh, butt. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's a good one. That's a good one. I would, I would, I would, I would never leave the house. I would take <laughs> I would, it's, That's easy, though. That's easy. Chris Evans, Captain America, America's butt. We'll say butt. There you go. Yep, that's easy. You know, I mean, come on. Or Hemsworth, either one. They're both 
way too good looking. They're both good looking guys, but I've got to go <laughs> Captain America and take That's that true. one. That's true. We we actually saw his butt in an- <laughs> tight, tight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we actually saw it. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Absolutely. I like it. That's a great I, question. Great question. Yeah, it happens when I go off the cuff. <laughs> too good, too good. I think I'm I'm gonna also add that uh, I would love Grogu's butt. Yeah, oh my God. I, you know, I'm curious because I have a feeling we'll see that eventually. I'm sure yeah. we will. <laughs> I'm sure we will. Too funny. I'm sure we will. That it'll happen. Season three is right around the corner. Question number two, I'm going to go with uh, Toby first. Okay. If you had a TARDIS, which is a time and relative dimension in space type device, when would you go and why? Ooh, that's a great question. When and why? I have an answer, but I'm not going to go that deep with it. When and why? Hmm. You know, everybody always like, go back and stop the Kennedy assassination. Right, well, right. Umbrella Academy season two showed you what that would do. <laughs> exactly. That. So you can go back to that yeah. time. Um, I think I would go back. I would go back to when, when I first met my wife again, just so I could do it all over again. And so this time when we go to the grocery store and she says that she would like some more French onion dip, I would be like, you know what, honey, let's get you as much French onion dip as you want instead of what I actually said. And that story would never come up 21 years later. I'd be like, you know what, honey, get as much French onion dip as you want. In fact, let's buy it all. And then you know what? We wouldn't have that fight that we still have. She's sitting here right here with me too. We wouldn't have that fight. So I'd go back and I would fix the French onion dip story. But you know, that could be the butterfly effect that, you know, it brings about the yeah. No. Totally. But that's where I would go back. I'd take my TARDIS to the grocery store and be like, get her the French onion dip, you jacket. Oh, you jerk. And, get it and then just disappear. That's hilarious. That's what I would do. That's what I would do. Easily. Easily. Beautiful. Perfect. (laughs) Smart man, smart man. Shanti, how about you? So I wouldn't necessarily, I know that like Toby just said, a lot of people would want to go back and maybe change something, but I think we've seen enough time travel movies and see that it never works out well. So I don't know if I'd actually want to change something as to so much just blend in and just be a witness to certain things. So I would have to say... I don't know. I've always had a real obsession with like just the general decade of the 1950s. So I probably would, I don't know. I would probably want to go back to that time. Nothing like really specific just to, just to see what it was like to wear the clothes. Like for me, it's always been about the fashion. So it would kind of be like that thing or maybe just to go back to certain times so that I can watch certain movies when they actually like came out so I can be with that audience and, you know, see what the uh, reactions were back in the day. You know, those are always the things that I think about when I think about going back in time, like, Oh, I'd like to go back and see how people reacted when they watched the exorcist or, you know, Oh yeah. Like, you know, going back in time and seeing what it was like when audiences, you know, first uh, watched you know, a new hope, a uh, star Wars, like, yeah, you know, those are, those are usually the things that I think about. Yeah. Going to see Elvis. It always comes to movies. Yeah. I, it always comes back to movies. It's really true. Or be in the audience while a taping of I love Lucy was going down. Like, oh, yeah, I would have nice. loved to have witnessed something like that for sure. Yes, definitely. 
definitely. That would be awesome. Yeah. yeah I'm an sure. old, old soul. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Crazy. I would actually go back in time to the old West. I find, nice. um, I find that time period interesting because for many reasons, um, there's a lot of, I guess, I don't know. There's, there was a lot of, uh, I feel like there was a renaissance with, with, with man, um, you know, from the old frontier, finding out new things, new inventions. Um, and it's, it's just, to me, it's a very fascinating time period in, in American history. And uh, going back there would be kind of cool just to kind of, you know, see, um, I don't know, just meet people in that time frame and just talk to them uh, to really get a gist of, of, uh, of their lives there. And I know, you know, I know it was, it was rough. Um, it, uh, it was difficult, but uh, I just, I find that uh, fascinating that we were able to do that, survive and uh, usher in a new age, you know, um, after that time period. So I, I would find that very fascinating for me. I just thought of another one. I would love to go to the opening day of Disneyland. Oh, nice. Oh, oh my God. I would love to experience like the, the, the theme parks, like all of them when they first open in that Cali the and, and here. It, but wow, that's true. Yeah, That'd I would awesome. love that. Mm-hmm. Nice. The first one to ride Space Mountain. I know. Oh my God. <laughs> I would be the last. <laughs> Just not- Chicken. Totally not into roller coasters. That is so weird. Okay, not to put down genders or anything like that, but <laughs> in my past, no, it's really We're all strange. chicken. We're all chicken. It's really weird. Like almost all of my past and present male friends are just like not roller coaster people. Oh, it gives me a headache. It makes me sick. And I'm like, strap me in and let's go and <laughs> shoot me out. Like I, it's so funny. Huh. Wonder it, why it that took is. me. I don't 18, know. I was eighteen when I first wrote my first one. I was terrified of them, and then my first one was Space Mountain of all things. And then after that, mm-hmm. I love them. I love them. Yeah, it's so weird. My I dad is like the out. only guy that I know that actually likes roller coasters. I was missing out. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's too funny. Weird. You're weird. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Not even gonna refute that. All right, who's next? I lost track of. Uh... Of things already. I guess we're we're gonna circle back to Toby now. Okay, what are we on? Number three or number two? This would be my second one. Um, Wait, I think it's Shanti's turn for two. Yeah, you oh, got yeah you're right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So this question, and that's only because I've been doing a rewatch lately, and it's just become one of my favorite shows ever. So this actually might be more for Toby than Roe, because I'm not sure how much you watched Roe, but which. Which Big Bang Theory <laughs> do you relate to any of the characters like in Big Bang Theory or did you have oh, friends cool. like that? Do you think like that show is damaging for nerds or are you someone like me that you just recognized so much of yourself or so much of your friends and those guys and, and the ladies as well? And you're just like, God, I would love to hang out and wish that these people were like my friends. Yes. In a heartbeat. Um, it would be Sheldon. It would be Sheldon. Oh, really? With my kids being the way they are, we see so much of, uh, you know, our kids and Sheldon and Sheldon and our kids. And, you know, I just love I just love it. I I love it. I think it was one of it was one of those it was one of those shows that made geeks, in my opinion, made geeks cool. 
Me too. You know, That's how I feel. At the time. But the best thing about it was, I mean, there was just, there's so many good things about it. But uh, I mean, the geek culture, it was great. Knowing that there's somebody like, you know, somebody like Penny and all those people out there who will take care of someone like Sheldon and befriend him yes. as, a, as an autism dad, that makes me feel happy because, you know, you know, it's up, happy and hopeful. And I, I just love that show. I could watch it so much. My poor wife, we've watched every episode probably 19,000 times. But, I know. Me too. No, and Penny is totally like the big sister to Sheldon. Yes. And and we just, we, I, I personally just love it. And, you know, my wife, we say we see Sheldon and my kids, but at the same time, we're like, uh, please don't 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 touch my comic. No, if you're gonna touch, <laughs> take the tape off the back gently, please, gently, just gently. You know, but I love that show so Me much, too. so much. Oh, such fun. a great, show. such a great show. You know, I've never um, watched that show. Oh, it's it's, so- it's shocking, but you know, I I, I um, obviously there's tons of uh, YouTube clips and Instagram mm-hmm. stories that have, uh, you know, clips of the show and I, I know what the show is about and I've seen, you know, the, the clips, obviously, I think I, I also have heard that argument, uh, or the question asked, is that show damaging to, to nerds? And I find that interesting. I think the show has, um, the, the characters in that show, I feel are, um, a bit more caricature caricature ish. Yeah. Than, than than real nerds are in in real life, but I think that's the charm of of it. I think um, that you know it, it might oversaturate the 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 persona of the nerd, um, mm-hmm. um, and I think maybe that's why people are saying ah you know it damages uh, it's, it's you know the 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 look of uh, you know I, characteristic. But you know I, I from what I've seen I, I can I think I can relate. A little bit to every of, of those characters every which one of those characters because mm-hmm. they are all of us oh uh, yeah exactly. you definitely have the confidence of howard <laughs> <laughs> you totally have the confidence of of howard for sure and i re-watching it now i see some of you guys in those guys especially this is not to make fun because i dress the same way but i'm like all the shirts that sheldon wears and this right. and i'm just like oh this is so like all of us in red 5 and it just makes me happy because i'm like these are these are my friends and you're right ro there are certain things that are a little stereotypical but i think it's done a lot for starting off you know kind of turning the culture now of making nerds cool again especially with this in combination with iron man and then not only that but i did like the relationship between all of them and penny because penny was like the popular cheerleader and this and that so kind of seeing that you know crap fade away and like no you can get along with these people also what i'm sure what it's done for the interest in science and i don't know i think it casts a really nice light on on nerds I, i do too i agree i agree and yeah. Penny, Penny you should watch it. Anything, watch the James Earl Jones episode, which to oh, me is like I one love of my that one. favorite I like Star ones. Wars too. <laughs> oh my god, bro! You need to watch that one because uh, another character, another person, makes a really special appearance at the end of yes, that episode. Yes, yes, it is so worth it just for that. It, alone. it is worth uh, it. I read that um, that was the first time that James Earl Jones and Carrie Fisher actually <laughs> met. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. And it's so funny when she plays in the end. You got to find you got to find because it it's hilarious when she shows up at the very uh, end of the episode. I was quite a big fan of, um, oh gosh, who was it? 
uh, I think it was Will Wheaton's Will Wheaton's D and D night. Will Wheaton's. Oh my god. And Kevin Smith and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah. I mean, just the most. They had some great guests. Yes. Even Hawking was on there literally like three times. Leonard Nimoy did a voiceover in one of the episodes. Like mm-hmm. the, the the Adam West was Adam on there, like, which was a good <laughs> one. I mean, and some LeVar of the guests they got. Yeah, LeVar Burton. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that mm-hmm. streaming anywhere? Uh, well, you got to get HBO Max, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. HBO Max. HBO Max is a great streaming platform. Mm-hmm. I'll check it out. I'll check it out. It's funny that you mentioned the, you know, the t-shirts and stuff like that. You know, when, sometimes when I, um, when I leave the house or, or, you know, have breakfast or whatever, and, and, um, my wife is like, uh, you know, she sees that I'm, I've got a, like a star Wars t-shirt of some sort. And she's like, Oh, is, is it a special occasion? Why you have the star Wars t-shirt? On? I'm like, no, it's, it's Tuesday. <laughs> No, no special occasion. It's just no special. Know. I mean, that's kind of my wardrobe now. Even my wife, God bless her, she's, I, she's leaned into it with my Miss Mar. I got my Miss Marvel Lightning Bolt T-shirt on right now. As we speak. It's my formal Miss Marvel Lightning Bolt. T-shirt. I have Star Wars PJ pants on right now. So my oldest is walking around in her Baby Yoda pajamas right now as we speak as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We don't right. call them anymore. We just call them clothes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think it's Toby's uh, number three now. Now it's Toby's turn. Yeah, my number two or my number three. I can't remember which one I'm on. We'll go with my – okay. What is a TV show that you loved that got canceled that you would love to see come back for one more season? Mm. (sighs) Right? It's tough. It's tough tough. because, you know, obviously there's a lot of shows that, you know, I mean – they're already talking about a Big Bang Theory revival. I'm sorry to repeat myself, but I actually wouldn't mind getting one more season of I that. You know what I would really love to see, and it can't happen because um, one of the stars has uh, passed away. away. Um, Three's Company. Oh, yes. Oh, Three's Company is one already. of my favorite sitcoms Maybe. of all time. It was fabulous, fabulously cast. John Ritter and uh, Suzanne Summers, Joyce DeWitt. What an amazing team up. And I know there's a lot of controversy that happened behind the scenes, but mm-hmm. they really kept it professional, even at the tail end during that controversy. And I think... Um, uh, true troopers, um, you know, the, doing it for uh, for the love of that show. And, you know, a- after a couple of seasons, it was so popular. I know they had to kind of switch um, actresses uh, mm-hmm. with the. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, they did. Christy, Christy Snow. Or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because of that show, you know, obviously, when we heard the news that John Ritter passed away because of his oh. uh, heart issue, it was crushing. I was for, uh fans of Three's Company. But, you know, nowadays that uh, everybody is doing, you know, reboots and, and, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, reunions, I would really love to have seen, to, to have been able to see some sort of Three's Company reunion, you know, set in present day, just to see where those characters ended up. Um, you know, a, a couple of months ago, I was on a Three's Company um kind of rewatch kick i have the dvds so all the entire season so i can watch them whenever but i was i was searching for interviews um on youtube of uh of um suzanne summers and joyce dewitt and i know they had their issues 
But, you know, when they came together, it was really emotional because they, you know, they hadn't seen each other in so many years and water under the bridge. But when they got together, it was just like it was just so emotional for both of them, which, you know, got me teary eyed, too, Mm -hmm. especially since, uh, you know, they couldn't embrace with John Ritter um, present. So it was just heartbreaking. I'm about to cry right now because I I really loved John Ritter. And again, old soul. I I watched reruns of Three's Company all the time on Nick and Night. I watched Problem Child. I watched Eight Simple Rules for, you know, dating your teenage daughter or whatever. So he was a big part of my life. Yeah, Yeah. JD's dad on Scrubs. He was so good on that. Yes. And I think we only got like one episode with him on it. Maybe two. Maybe two. And but, it's, man, he was so good. He was it's so funny good. that you asked this question, question, Toby, because I had heard about the going back to the Big Bang Theory thing. I had heard that they were thinking about doing a revival, and I had actually put it out on Twitter like a week or so ago saying, man, if they do in one more season, all I want is a whole plot line showing how Sheldon dealt with the pandemic. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> it's all I want just because of how he is and his... Germ issues. <laughs> that would, that be, would be great. Hilarious, yeah. That would be so good. That would be so good. Oh, I love it. I love good it. question. You know, Three's Company was uh, Lucille Ball's favorite show. I can see why. It was great physical comedy. I mean, John Ritter was just fabulous. On was show. Always, there was always some type of misunderstanding. Somebody overheard what they weren't supposed to hear, and they ran with it in the wrong way. And I mean, it was classic. It was a formula, but it was they, yeah, they, but they it worked. It perfectly yeah. every episode. If, if I had to pick, I, it's hard for me to pick because I think, you know, Community's getting this movie, six seasons of the movie, thank God. Um, I would, it's, I got like a three-way tie because Pushing Daisies is the best TV show that nobody ever really got to watch. Oh, I loved Pushing Daisies. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, Pushing Daisies. But if I had one more season, I would really want to see, I, I want to see Jason Lee, I want to see Earl finish that list. I, I just do. I want to see. Oh him. my God. You know, he never got to finish the list. And I, I think that was the that same. show too. Yes. Because it, it had, it was terrible and it was trashy, but it had so much heart in the center of it. That I just I loved it. It was so good. It was so good. Or Malcolm in the Middle. Give me one more Malcolm in the Middle, and then I'll be good. I, you know, we can <laughs> just to see Brian Cranston and um, you know Lois again. Oh my gosh! But um, but yeah, I think my my top would have to be Earl, Earl or Pushing Daisies. Pushing Daisies just it's just the most amazing show I think ever. But, I was really upset when that got canceled. Yes, it was so good. Ugh. Ned the Pony. These are all good questions, man. I know. I think we we're we're the advanced class. We are. We're the advanced. Mm-hmm, class. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> so wait, was that two or three? I think we we were all we're really on, on two. And two. I don't even know anymore. Yeah, who cares? Just it's go, Ro. <laughs> just go. Just go. Yeah, right. go here's you. a here's a follow up question um, yeah. from my my other question. I'm going to go Shanti first this time. If you did have a TARDIS and went back in time somewhere, what object would you take with you, real or fiction? Hmm. Okay, hold on. I can think. Of, hold on. All right. Damn. That's a tough one. Okay, I think. I want to say I think I have answered this question before. I would want to go back in time and grab a pair of the ruby red slippers off the set of Wizard of Oz. Oh. That is what I would want. 
That's a really good one. For sure. Because I just love that movie. And it's probably my favorite movie tied with It's a Wonderful Life. So I it would definitely have to be the Ruby Red Slippers. I just always wanted them when I was a, when I was a little girl. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Love it. Or there Mary you go. Poppins dress. There I you never. go with the movies again. <laughs> the movie prop. Mary Poppins, yeah, Mary Poppins. That was such a good one. Yeah. Oh, if I could go back. You know what I would want? If I had to take a prop from, if I got to go back and take a prop from a movie, easy enough, Lloyd Dobler's boombox from Saying Anything. I would. Oh, I want yes. the that's you know, the good. You know, that's mm-hmm. such an iconic shot, and it, that movie has so much meaning to my wife and I. I, it, It's just, that would be the one. I'd go back and take his take his boombox. So I want the boombox. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I would go into a the fictional world of Pulp Fiction and and uh, grab that suitcase, open it up to see what the hell is in it. <laughs> What's in that damn suitcase? What the hell? Exactly. What is in that suitcase? Why is it glowing? We want answers. Did you ever see the Community episode where they gave Abed a Pulp Fiction birthday? My dinner with Abed. I never huh. watched that show. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's the weirdest, most bizarre, wonderful show I think that I've ever seen. It is oh, wow. It's so dumb and so silly and so smart <laughs> and so just great. And Donald Glover is a genius and I just love I can't see good things about that show. I just I just love it so much. <laughs> More of a parks and rec girl. Oh, uh, that one's great too. There's so many shows that were so good that aren't on anymore, like Happy Endings. Did y'all ever watch Happy Endings? No. Oh, oh my god! I'm not even going to touch that one. The Russos did it. Yeah, well, exactly. But the Russos made it, and it, they made it almost the same time they were making Community. They would do episodes of both, and the endings is just—I I, can't—I I love it too much. It's—it's it's not great, but oh yeah, it, it's it's there a little, but it's—you just have to see it to believe it. It's worth it. I was going to ask if it's about massage parlors. <laughs> not, but um, first episode starts off with a wedding, and the guys. Um, the bride leaves him on the wedding day. Um, it's got uh, Damon Wayans, Adam Paley, um, Casey Wilson, so many good people. Adam Paley plays the he, he plays a gay character on the show, but he is the most not typical gay character on television ever. He's a slob. He, he's a slob. He, he's terrible. But it's it's so, it's so worth watching that I, I can't say enough good things about happy endings. Once you get into it, you just be hooked. It's just ugh. it's so good, so good. Nice, nice. All right. Next question. Mm-hmm. Shanti, what do you got? Okay, so this one just popped in my head, and this one this one might be a little bit of a deep question. Uh, either one of you can answer first at this point. Um, if there is one aspect of your personality that you could change, what would it be? Oh. <sighs> I'm, oh, perf- I got I'm, I'm perfect. Well, I, how did I know that you were most likely going to say something to that effect? No, with me, with me, it would be my anxiety. All right. Because of my parenting style, like I, I don't well, actually not even my parenting style. I am Marlon from Finding Nemo. Okay. That's, that's it. At some point in my life, I turned into Marlon and I wish I can make the anxiety go away, but I'm always just like, wait, no, no, Nemo, don't touch the butt. It's just every day. I'm just like, I'm like, Leah, Leah, his eyes. McKay's eyes are doing something funny today. Something wrong? What's going on? And she's just like, breathe. Baby, breathe. Okay? <laughs> breathe. 
Uh, and I mean, I, if I could, I would ditch. I would ditch. Analogy. I don't know what I would be like if I didn't have the anxiety. I don't know what I'd be like. I don't know. I'd be asleep. I guess. I don't know. I don't know. Huh. <laughs> interesting. Interesting. I totally would ditch that in a heartbeat. Ugh. You know, I joke around, but uh, I, you know, I, I really do think if I would, if I was able to change one aspect of my personality, I think I would try and be a better listener. I. Hmm. Um, I'm, I think I, I get in trouble a lot for not sitting still and just listening. Um, and sometimes, you know, if I do listen, I just want to get up and, and especially if I'm listening to a friend, um, you know, they're in trouble or they need some sort of advice. Um, I want to fix things. I want to be able to get up and, um, make sure that uh, whatever is ailing you uh, is taken care of. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I think people just need the ear <clears throat> to bounce right. uh, ideas That's off. And I, and I, I, I have trouble with that. Yeah. I need, you know, I need to do, I need to mm -hmm. fix, I need to create. Um, and sometimes, you know, I have to remind myself that I need to chill. That's, that's, I, I try to do that most with my wife. I had to remind myself, do you need me to, do you need me to go beat up someone or do you need exactly. me to, it's just exactly. such a guy thing. It's not, you know, I, I'll, I'll go beat someone up. I don't mind. Um, exactly. Yeah. Got to know. I mean, my first instinct is to just go and fix it. Great yeah. question. Mine is my need for perfection. My need for perfection. I wish I could change that because sometimes it just limits me. I'm scared of embarrassing myself and I just hate not looking perfect. It's awful. All right, friends, time to say thank you and acknowledge all the wonderful souls that help keep the lights on over here at the Scarif Scuttlebutt Podcast. Team Scarif gives you all a heartfelt thanks. We're super lucky to have you. Big thanks to our executor tier patrons, Backyard Tardis, Nick Schaefer, a huge supporter of the Red 5 Network. Go support his channel and catch up on his adventures in locksmithing. Scott and Kim from the Used and Abused Podcast, another Red 5 pod. Look for them on all the socials. Can't forget our other patrons, Rogue One Radio. Thank you, DJ. Steve and Nicole and check out comics and cosmetics Danny's got some lovely takes on comics and uh, cosmetics go subscribe to her show our Miami pal the Frank what's up Frank and Joey Rosales longtime supporter of the scuttlebutt thank you kind sir massive shout out to my co-host and mistress of the dark Chantel of Scarif After Dark and the ever so wonderful Belinda thank you so much and I'm glad you're on this list Big thanks to our other friends, Alex and Jay, and our resident classic Hollywood expert, one of our favorite collaborators, Melanie Marquita. Big hugs to you, my friend. Huge respect to all our patrons. And if you want to help us keep the lights on over here and enjoy the show, head on over to patreon.com slash scuttlebutt. Remember, we can't have the scuttle without the butt. It's always sunny on Scarif with patrons like you. <clears throat> hear ye, hear ye, the dishonorable widow Abigail will now speak. Attention all weirdos, losers, rednecks, white trash, aliens, outcasts, outliers, sluts, whores, gangsters, thugs, poors, and anyone else who the world and society don't care about. I have a podcast for you. Come join me at the Manic Pixie Weirdo where we talk about all the different kinds of relationships we have in our lives. 
From movies to math and suicide hotlines to sex. Join us every Saturday for a new episode featuring yours truly and other smarter folk. We need you and we want you with us. So come join us at the Manic Pixie Weirdo, where we accept, respect, and value you. Listen on Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh yeah, be kind and stay weird. Toby, you're up. Uh, all right, what are we on? Number three? Go. All right, well, I'm I'm gonna save. I'm gonna I've save. asked three questions already, so yeah, I'm gonna that save helps. one of my one of my deeper questions for later. Um, we'll go with this one. All right, I asked my wife this question earlier, and she answered it right off the bat. I was very impressed. Um, if you had to sing a TV theme song right now, which one could you sing? I, I'm I'm gonna look it up. I was almost uh-huh. going to do Three's Company because we just spoke about it, but that's not the one that I would ask. <laughs> exactly what I was thinking of because you said, come and knock on our door. Yeah. Yeah, I could do that one. I could do that knock one. Knock on our door. Or if I tell y'all, in West Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah. The seat, you can do that one easily, right off the top of your head. Or the whole universe is in a dark, dense Now thing. the world don't move. To the beat of just one drum. So <laughs> I think I, I get so sad that some TV shows have skipped theme songs now, and it's just, oh, uh, it's so not worth it. I know. There's so many good theme songs. Exactly. Exactly. Or um, even Malcolm in the Middle. You're it's not true. The boss we've lost that. Now. You're not the boss. I mean, Scrubs. I'm no Superman. Oh, if Kelly were here, she would so say friends. She would so say oh, friends. Yes, 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 yes. She'd say, I'll be there for you for sure. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I hate that they're getting away from them now. You know, there's so many good memories attached to some of them. So many. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm look I'm looking for um I'm not I hope this is not a false memory. I'm looking for the lyrics to the song for uh, if you guys remember the uh, the show on on television, um, Buck Rogers with Gil Gerard, the oh. ending credits had lyrics. I don't remember. I, I remember oh. Buck Rogers. But I don't remember the end credits theme song. I have to look it up now. I mean, um, and it went something like "Far yeah. beyond this world, I've known far huh. beyond the stars." It's one of those songs that was like weirdly uncharacteristic of the show that I was watching. It's like Buck Rogers adventure. Yeah. And all of a sudden, like the tail end is like, it was like really somber. I think who is it that did monks? Randy Newman. It's jungle out there. Disorder and confusion everywhere. And psych. Psych. psych Cheers. Yes. Yeah. Charles in charge. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Or how about believe it or not, I'm walking on air. They sang that on my They got We were in like a water tower for three days, and they just started singing it out of the blue. Believe it or not, they started singing it. It was great. It's just a lot of a lot of songs, a lot of. And then me being of the '90s Disney era, like all any of like. The animated series like Darkwing Duck and Tailspin. Oh, yeah. and- 
<laughs> Chip and Dale and, and Gummy Bears. Like all of those had great theme songs. There's 104 days of summer vacation until school comes around just to end. Oh, I love that one. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Some great questions today. Good yes, songs. Yes, Good yes, questions. Thank yeah. You Thank you very much. Funny. All right. Let's see here. I think it bounces back to me. This one, mm-hmm. because it's movie related, I'm going to go up to Shanti. If you <laughs> if you were the head of a movie studio, brand new, and you were uh, tasked with creating a new franchise, what would it be? Oh my God! Oh, um, like something that I completely made up, or yeah, something yeah, that yeah. hasn't been done yet. Something that you completely made up. Um, you know, something that has hasn't been done yet um, could work. But as long as it's not uh, super derivative of of something that already exists. Um, oh Jesus! Oh God! But it is funny, you know. They say that there's only there's only seven stories in the known universe, and all the rest, all the stories are a variation of those seven. Oh um, my gosh! Yeah, that's what I, I watched a video where someone pointed out that Harry Potter was basically Star Wars, and I was like, "Yeah, wait, yeah. what?" And I was like, "Huh?" It kind of is. Harry Potter is Star Wars. When you Disney. really look at it, Harry and Luke have a lot in common. Uh, exactly, they, and the girl fell for the comic relief, mm-hmm. and yeah, and the teachers and old wise white dude, and then there was another guy on the side who was crazy but taught him even more. Yeah. Very similar. Yikes. For sure. And now, a franchise? Oh, I think I have one. Holy crap. (laughs) I'm not sure. Um, Oh, man. That's a tough one, Ro. That is a really tough one. You stumped me. I would like to bring musicals back, so it would probably be something along that line. I'm just not sure what a musical franchise. <laughs> it can be done. It can be done. Maybe it could. I'm just not sure what. And like we said, it's just you know we already got Marvel. We've already got Star Wars. You know, Disney in itself is a franchise all on its own. Um, yep. God, I really don't know. I guess I'm just not creative in that way. <laughs> I, got, I got one. Let me pitch it to you. It's about a family. And they have three. Kids. Two of them have autism and they have an evil monkey that lives at their house <laughs> that gets in his business. <laughs> you know, it sounds, it sounds really good. I may have to write that down. It sounds really there good. You go. write it down. You know, he's very similar to Curious George, but he's got a terrible attitude and probably has a personality disorder. But the monkey, the monkey's good to the kids. He's good to the kids. So, you know, it's for the kids. <laughs> for the kids. Really oh cool. my god. We can call the monkey Maybe I could. no 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 Titus. Titus. We'll call him Titus. There you go. Titus. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> do a whole franchise of just me being invisible in all my crazy adventures. <laughs> I don't even know. Man, that's a good question. Do you have an answer for that, Ro? I'm yeah. sure you've thought deeply about that. Yeah, um Little People Underwater Archaeologist Adventure Series. That's amazing. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> There's a lot to unpack here. Yeah. The heroes, the heroes, the heroes' journey. And all seriousness, I would love to see a TV show 
it's like a Dateline light TV show, but they have characters from other TV shows come and explaining things that happened on their show. Like, but there could be, you know, you know, let's do Twin Peaks, Twin Peaks, but Keith Morrison are, are going to, you know, is going to do. Yes. Oh my God. What happened? I would watch the heck out of that in a heartbeat. Uh, I'm in for that. Yeah. I would watch the heck out of that. I just started, we just started, uh, my wife just. It's just, just uh, so funny as much up. as I. Oh, I'm sorry. I think we're lagging. I was just saying that my wife and I just started the new season of Unsolved Mysteries, and um, we're all about that crime drama. Oh, it's a great show. The Netflix ones? Yes. You and your murder, man. But, oh, you know, I'm here's kidding. the thing. I, I might have to start uh, divorce proceedings because she actually skips the Unsolved Mysteries <laughs> intro. Oh, no. You can't no, do that. No, 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 no. Oh, you on, can't man. do that. You can't do that. No, What's wrong no. with her? That music terrified me. Wow. As much as I love comedy, every time I think about like doing, like actually writing a movie or writing a book, it always turns into some really deeply dramatic, dark kind of drama. <laughs> so that's why I can never think of something like a franchise. It would definitely be some sort of one-off. Like Werewolf by Night. Ooh. Yeah, exactly. With Ted. Oh, God, that, was so good. <laughs> that was so good. That was Ted. So good. Ted. Like Ted must be protected at all costs. And I'm like, Ted got a power that he just roasts people. He don't need to be protected. He's going to be all right. He's yeah, good. That's right. He'll be fine. I laughed so hard when he said his name. I was like, Ted. Yeah, <laughs> what like, a name. Ted. Thank you. <laughs> I think it's me. Shanty, it's you. Stumped on a, yeah, now I'm stumped on a fourth and fifth question. <laughs> uh, I guess I could ask again, do you prefer the left or the right twigs? <laughs> <laughs> left duh <laughs> you see me too <laughs> this is the question <laughs> okay okay here we go i and i know i say this a lot but I, it's just it's only because i still can't believe that that it, it freaking happened um and i'm coming up on the year anniversary of meeting him but i met conan o'brien after a show that he did over in la and it was just like the Whoa. most thrilling thrilling experience of my life because i'm absolutely 100 in love with him so i guess my question would be if you haven't met this celebrity already or even if they unfortunately have like passed away which celebrity living or alive would you love to meet or would have loved to have met living or alive Li living or dead i'm sorry <laughs> wow Woo. so living conan dead Jimmy Stewart for me. Hmm. Okay, living. Y'all might not. This is, may surprise you. Lieutenant Joe Kenda from Homicide Hunter. Oh yeah. I would love to go to dinner with him and hear stories. Yes. He's totally. awesome. Lo Joe Kenda, living. Um, someone who is dead. Uh, Prince. Oh, nice. Yep. Choice. Definitely Prince. Prince, as Joe Kenda would say. My, my, my. My, my, my. <laughs> oh, I see. You've done something wrong. I will find you. Yes. Ah. If, if you kill, I will find you. I will find you. I'm <laughs> playing. <laughs> Very nice. Love that so, guy. Living. Um, oh, man. So, you know, I'm, I'm going to. I'm going to kind of uh, default to a, an easy answer for me. Um, living, I would say either. Wait, did you say actors or anybody? It doesn't matter. Any, anybody. any, okay. any celebrity doesn't matter. 
Um, I would probably go with uh, either George Lucas or Steven Spielberg. One of the two. Not shocked. Um, yeah, I, like I said, it's it's an easy one. Dead. Um, Jim Henson. Yeah. Oh. Henson was one of was my, my yeah. Such a good answer. There's just so much in that brain that I would love to hear oh, about. Oh yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. That's a great I think, answer. I think that's one of those celebrity deaths that like really shook me to my core. It shook a lot of people. You know, I just I tell everybody why I love him so much is like Jim Henson has created things that will never go away. Right. Mm-hmm. Sesame mm-hmm. Street, the Kermit the Frog, to Burton. I mean, none, it'll never go away. And all over yep. the world, you can show people a picture of Kermit the Frog or Burton. I mean, they know who it is. Yeah, exactly. Not, I mean, you can't to say that you created something like that is just mind blowing to me. Yeah, almost as recognizable as like Mickey Mouse or something. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. That's a great question. All right. Is it Toby's turn? Yes, it's my turn. Okay. I'm going to say, yeah. I have a, a mildly deep question for the end, but this one, uh, we had a discussion about this. Uh, my wife and I did today, and my daughter and I did today. Who would win in a fight, He Man versus the Muppets? Now, before <laughs> you answer, it's oh all God. of the Muppets, okay? All of the Muppets. He-Man has to take on all of the Muppets. Who do you think would win in a fight? Muppets, baby. Yeah, I would mm-hmm. say the Muppets. They would I mean, tire He-Man out. Muppets. I would go with the Muppets. I mean, the, the sheer numbers game and the fact that the Muppets, oh, yeah. they're, they're a little uncontrollable. I mean, they, they, they're, they're kind of crazy. They got some issues. Between Animal and Miss Piggy, they got issues. <laughs> Especially Miss Piggy. Especially yeah. Miss Piggy. And Pepe the Prawn, he would cheat in a heartbeat. You know he would cheat in a fight. Get that sword away from He-Man. He's nothing. He's nothing. Oh my god. He's nothing. Yeah, I would totally take the Muppets. The Muppets, yep. And Gonzo's crazy too. And Gonzo's pretty crazy. And then there's a guy with the the boomerang dynamite fish. You know, Lou. Yeah. 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 Ward off would try so much trash about him and throw all that shade. Mm -hmm. And I I don't think he'd be able to take him. I just don't. And I love He-Man. You know, I did. I did. But you know, the Muppets should take him down. All right, so I was actually able to think of one while I was asking the last one, and it'll probably seem a little silly, but then again, everything I, I do is silly. The Muppets, so. This is true. This is true. So what was I thinking? Um, if you could be any mythical creature, what would it be? Oh, mythical. Mm-hmm. You know, so the, like first, like the s- first thing that popped into my head. Mm-hmm. And it's only because I love him so much. And every time I watch the movie, every time I watch the movie, I keep thinking maybe he'll make it this time. I would be a house elf like Dobby. I'd be a house Aww. elf you know, like Dobby. Just so I could, I'd love to be able to teleport and, you know, he can zap people. And Dobby, Dobby just looked out for other people. Dobby was good. So if I had to pick a mythical creature, Dobby, Dobby the house elf. Mm-hmm. He, nice. looked out, he looked out for Harry Potter. And yeah. Every time I watch that movie, he I'd be, he's going to make it this time. He's going to make Oh. And spoiler alert for anyone who's oh, living yeah. under a rock and has yeah. never read the books and has yeah. never watched the movies. Yeah. Dobby's passing has to be one of the saddest things uh, I have ever read. And then having watched the movie uh, and I saw it coming, but it didn't matter. Watching it just made it a hundred times worse. He's sitting there on the beach with his hands and knees holding him. And I'm just like, no, no, no. Cut away. I, just, I, couldn't, cut away. I couldn't do it. Cut away. Holy moly, cut away. I couldn't do it either. Mm-mm. Oh, my God. That's a great question. That's a great well, question. I'm going to give my story then and my answer for that question. Um, okay, go. Since it looks like Rose having trouble getting back on. Thank you, Thank you, I 
asked that question because The Little Mermaid is probably one of my earliest memories of watching a Disney movie. And I literally used to slosh around swimming in my tub as a kid and singing part of your world and pretending I was on the rock singing to Prince Eric and shooting up and water splashing. And then just, you know, growing up in Miami and absolutely having the ocean all around me and always loving the water and wanting to be a little fish. I would love to, to be a mermaid. I mean, even when I would, you know, swim in the pool and stuff as a kid with my sister, we would like, you know, we would close our legs together really tight and we would literally swim around <laughs> pretending to be mermaids. <laughs> Did you ever get to go to like Wiki Wachi and see the mermaids? No. Oh, the mermaids are wicked. Are they still there, Leah? I don't know. They had a mermaid show where they would um they would be underwater and they would do like a whole show underwater. And of course, the, every now and then, you know, you'd be watching two while the other ones over there are on an air tube. But mm-hmm. it, the wiki watching mermaids are worth they're worth a Google. They're worth a Google. Oh, I'm gonna have to mermaids. Yeah, and good luck spelling wiki watchy. But you know, the, <laughs> I'm but, sure I'll find the, it. The mermaid show wiki watchy was just. It was really cool. It was really cool. They did such a good job. Mm -hmm. They did such a good job. Well, unfortunately, as we like to call him, Scuttle Daddy Roe. Oh, no. uh, We've experienced some major, he's experiencing some major technical difficulties on his part, which is okay. Because you know what? You know, kind of like my favorite uh, celebrity, Conan. I like it when shit goes wrong. It's just funnier to me. I don't know. In the multiverse, you know? He's yeah, exactly. It's just funny it's to me. Just fine. It's cool. So, Ooh. so we're on our last question. We'll never, we'll never know what Roe was going to ask, but go ahead, Toby. Never, let's, never. let's hear okay. your, your right, deep question. question. I stole it from the office. It was going to be if you could, uh, had unlimited funds and, uh, had all the money you wanted, how many copies of the almost true adventures of Titus the monkey is now available on Amazon. Would you buy? But I decided to go with, <laughs> I decided to go with something I stole from the office. Um, Desert Island books. You could have two. Which would you bring? Oh, two? Two books you can bring with you. You know, Dwight said he would hollow his out with a... (laughs) But no. Can't hollow it out. It's going to be a book. (laughs) How much I love Dwight Schrute. Um, Oh, gosh. Okay, so definitely one of the Harry Potter books because that Mm -hmm. book series just means a lot to me and got me through some dark times. So I would have to say the fifth book was always my favorite. So it would definitely be Order of the Phoenix. Um, so that's one. And then the other book that I would take with me. Ooh, I'm actually like looking next to me because I have my books right next to me, honestly. That's funny. Um, okay. Uh, so my mom's dad, may he rest in peace, he was a very well-read man, and he had a lot of books. And one of the books that he gave me a few years, actually, probably when I was much younger, uh, before he passed away, was, it was kind of a condensed version, but it was The Tales of Edgar Allan Poe. Oh, nice. And I just have always loved the book and I've always liked the cover and, you know, I've always just really been into the macabre and things like that. So if not, then it would be scary stories to tell in the dark because I have the anthology. I have all three of the books that were written in one book. So it would probably be a toss up between those two. Those were awesome. Um, Have you ever heard of Skeleton Creek by Patrick Carmen? No. 
you you want to talk about something that'll take up your weekend? Skeleton Creek by Patrick Carmen. If you like the kind of dark and macabre, it's it's oh my gosh, it's it's basically like Skeleton Creek is a real place, and there's legends that there's it's a, such a perfect mix of like nonfiction and fiction where mm-hmm. they're telling like the two characters are telling you the story, and one of them likes to take movies of everything, and the other one likes to write things down. So you got somebody's journal. But his friend, who he can't talk to, took videos of these places where they were going. And she said they're not allowed to talk to each other. They're in trouble. So she made a website. And as you're reading the book, you go to the website she made and you can watch her videos of what she found and what she saw when she went to these real places. Oh, my gosh. That is so cool. <laughs> I love that. I'm, I'm going to be quiet because there's some that will make you just be like, ah! And you go, you're going to go turn the lights on. Skeleton Creek. And these it's, I can't, it's a, a really cool mix of multimedia and like a normal book. Oh my it's, God. And, and Skeleton Creek, don't watch the videos out of order. Um, okay. Read, read a little and watch it. it. It's just, I can't say no good things about it. Ooh, I'm going to have to look about. this up after we get off of here. Uh, oh Skeleton God. Creek, the Raven. Remember? The, oh my God. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. So good, and there's like multiple books in the series, and they're all amazing. But the first one, man, there's nothing like the first one. I tell you what, it's, oh, it's so crazy. Oh, okay, I totally have to look this up. It's crazy. Now that we talk about good books, I forgot my two. Okay, my top two. If I had to pick two, um, my first one would be The Princess Bride. The book. Oh, love the book, and it just like and when you read the book, it just expounds like on the movie so much more. Yeah. Uh, and the movie is flawless. Don't get me wrong, but the book just gives you so much more background on all the characters, and I, I just love it. I always have it. God bless my wife. I'm pretty sure you know we have the 20th anniversary edition, and then the 25th came out, and then the third. Oh, wow. So, like, we had to get this. This one's different, honey. We need all three of these. So, <laughs> <laughs> of course you do. Yeah, I would take the Princess Bride. Um, mm-hmm. My second one may be a series of unfortunate events. The first book. Oh. Um, because when Addison, when my oldest was born, she was in a NICU for a significant amount of time. And mm. I just remember sitting there and I would just read it to her because I was reading it and I would just read it to her over and over again. Um, we would read it and I just love it. That whole, you know, when the world may seem like a dark and terrible place, there's much more good in it than bad. And what may seem like a series of unfortunate events is the first steps mm-hmm. in a journey. Love it. And, you know, ever since she's grown up, she's, that's her favorite movie. We have, she has multiple copies of, she'll, she'll buy it every year. We'll probably have to get it for for Christmas, but Jim Carrey, Lemony Snickers, a series of unfortunate, she loves it. Um, you know, so it's just one of those things that stuck with her and stuck with me and it, it's my favorite. We got so many good memories attached to it. So many. That's good such memories. a wonderful story. Yeah, that's so many great. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm definitely looking up that first book. Oh, <laughs> that, Patrick, that Patrick Carmen Skeleton Creek. Oh my God. It's, I'm it's looking that up. Because you'll read his journal and he's talking about what they found. And then she's like on the videos and she's like, I saw something on the videos. You just have to see it. And I'm just like, ah, I don't want to watch it now. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, ah, it's so crazy. It's so good. It's so good. I'm just like, uh, uh, love it. Well, Toby, thank you so much for coming on. It feels nice having the power. You hear that? See that, row? Look at that. That took over. Um, No, it was really, really wonderful um, um, having you come on. Um, As you mentioned uh, throughout uh, the podcast, you got another book in the works. So, again, um, please let us know when that finally comes out. And, you know, like we said, we're cheap, so you can come back and plug it all you want. But where can people find you? 
Oh, um, you can find me on Twitter at Jedi Pad Master on Twitter and very, very soon, um, tobyprice.net. What? What? I know, right? Tobyprice.net will be up. It's up now, but the redesign, and I'm working with a a really, really good, smart, kind, generous person, and it's going to look really good and pretty really, really soon. So tobyprice.net, yeah. Weird, yeah, give right? him a follow, guys. He's super nice. Yeah, you're you're always welcome back. Um, thanks, thanks. I love I love it here, and I love my stickers. I got my stickers, and they're amazing. <sighs> and I'm just trying to decide where to put them. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Enjoy those stickers. You're welcome. All right, so now let's see if I can do this right and make Ro proud. Um, got this. All right, here we go. So for the Scarab Scuttlebutt podcast, we actually have um, Stephen Kent coming up. Uh, for uh, Scarif Live, and we're going to be talking about the latest uh, episode of Andor, which I'm absolutely loving. And that is going to drop on Saturday. And then I've got my own stream, for those of you who may or may not know, um, Scarif After Dark. And that will actually be happening right after Scarif Live at 9.30, where me and my co-host, Josh Sith Care Bear, we are going to be talking about the hotties of horror. And so that should be a lot of fun. Um, of course, this episode is not going to drop until next week. So go and watch the replay. Uh, and then of course you can find me, um, uh, on Twitter and Instagram at Selena Kyle 29. You can also find me through the Scarif after dark account, which is simply just Scarif after dark. And that is on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Uh, I've been having a lot of fun doing that. And of course, as always, you can find the Scarif Scuttlebutt podcast on Twitter and Instagram as well. And that is at uh, at Scarif Podcast. And I hope I got that right because it'd be a real shame to be the co-host of the show and not know what our Twitter <laughs> handle totally is. Nailed totally nailed it. Mm-hmm. Nailed it. So um, our lovely other co-host, the one third of us, which is Brad, he is unfortunately out to sea and so brad we miss you very much we hope that you continue to stay safe and also come back to us please we miss you we are ready to play more D. um we're actually putting red five tavern on hold right now just to make a small announcement because unfortunately one of our game players lost his house entirely in a fire So, and we've had a lot of things going on too, because a couple of one of the guys also lives in Florida and, you know, just, uh, you know, suffered from the hurricane. So we're taking a little bit of break. Red five Tavern's going to reopen sometime in November, but of course, as always, we'll keep you updated and you can find red five Tavern on Twitter as well. And as always, we are part of the red five network and we have, you heard this correctly, 41, shows between podcasting and streaming we got something for everybody if you want to peruse our menu of pods just go to bio.link slash red five and take your pick and as always thank you toby you're more than welcome to come back anytime you want thank you and with that said that's the scuttlebutt bye everybody 
Hey, thank you so much for listening to the Scare of Scuttlebutt podcast. Just wanted to remind you all, we can be found wherever you find your other favorite shows. iTunes, Pandora, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Podbean, SoundCloud, Podchaser, Backtracks FM, Podtail, Owltail, Google Podcast, and of course, our own Red5Network.com to name a few. And don't forget to drop us a voicemail at 773-234-8659, our Scuttlebutt hotline. We want to hear what's on your mind. Your call is very important to us. Let us know what you think of the show, what future topics we should tackle, or just to say, hello there. Please hold. 